Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Routes, the program where we gather every day at this time, Monday through Friday, and even for UK bank holidays. We don't take it off. What we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between food producers and food consumers. In fact, Andrew took off today, except he still joined us on live across the pond. He's here today from the UK. Yesterday was a bank holiday, in case you missed it, Jay Truitt. I mean, it's a big deal. What? A bank holiday. The, the for who? All yeah, have, banking corruption bank in the world. And they, the take, they take one day a month off for a bank holiday. I don't understand. It's not like they don't already take a day of the, every week off as it is, right? I mean, next, no, wrong. next, next, they'll want to, they'll want to, I don't know, charge us fees just to uh, use our ATM someplace else. Well, no. let's just, just, just hold on there. Hold on a minute. Trent and I did this once and we both came to the conclusion, apart from this year, because we had an extra day because of the, uh, the, well, the installed monarch's day was given to this day. But uh, anyway. Uh, Is that what they officially called it? <laughs> Shove the king in the box. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's very interesting because that is exactly what's happened. We had an extra bank holiday this, this year. But basically, the employers just took off one day's annual leave off everybody. So that's how that worked. Um, but it is still nice to have a few banks here in the UK. How's it going in America? Oh, we've got, got plenty. My, we're I got my only bank. down two. We had one on every street corner in every small town. I mean, you have a little small uh, town in, in somewhere in America that has uh, has one feed store and three banks. Got to go figure. Oh. You, you can't make it up. So I have done well, a see, series deep dive on this banking yeah, situation in the past week because I just kind of knew what was going on, but now I really dug in. And I can go back to the Revolutionary War, and I had no idea, and nobody ever taught me, nobody talked about that the Civil War had as much to do with when it comes to states' rights about banking as it did about slavery. You had an entire war that was taking place with uh, Jackson and, and Jefferson against Alexander Hamilton on too much federal control through central banking. And then you come yep. in in 1900, you got the robber barons, which would be Andrew Carnegie, John D. Rockefeller, and J.P. Morgan, who brought about the entire system of the Federal Reserve, which is not in the in the government. It has authority from the government. It's a private entity created by John D. Rockefeller and J.P. Morgan. And the Chase Bank, the J.P. Morgan Chase and Company Bank is John D. Rockefeller. And J.P. Morgan. Yeah. yeah, they're just bringing back. They're bringing everything back into their control, aren't they, Trent? That's what's and going and back then there's one more point that I, I want to make because yeah. I, there's a whole bunch in the middle I can go through in great detail. But I just this morning learned one little part that I didn't know because the Federal Reserve is appointed. They're appointed people by the president. Yeah. Greg Becker, CEO of the Silicon Valley Bank in California sets on did set until March of this year sets on the federal reserve in the San Francisco banking region. He is on yeah. one of a seven member panel with oversight in his own bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, 
it's yeah, it's just like it, it's nepotism, isn't it? It really is the most unhealthy situation where people control the banks that they own. They they actually control the banks that they own. It's it's terribly terribly worrying, and they're bringing they're doing things that are illegal. By the way, after um, uh, Jay talked last week, I mean that that uh, bank that bust the Republic is it First Republic Bank? I mean, basically they are all massive individual oligarchs who invested huge amounts of money in a bank, and the government's paying them out on it. Yeah. Any of their losses? It's really quite shocking, to be honest. But anyway, apparently there's going to no, be a couple so, more. But wait week. though, but wait though. So so listen, and and I hate to be the one that has to defend them a a, a bit. And I realized that the J.P. Morgan of today is not the J.P. Morgan that we were just talking about of 140 years ago, right? Um, it is just not. And um, worse or at, worse well, or at that no, at that point it was literally an individual and family that was um, that owned and controlled that bank exclusively, and um, there it, it wasn't a big public entity like it is today. I will I will defend them from this perspective that in in the move prior to us having a central bank it was those wealthy individuals that literally bailed the United States out of debt um in the case of JP Morgan three times in the case of the Rockefeller uh, family um twice that they actually came put the money on the table and the the Interesting thing is the first two times they, they seem to not ask for anything other than basic interest, right? Which is, that's re, that's reasonable and responsible. The United States had created debt and they financed it. They financed it all. They financed the entire country. But then what happened was, um, in, in the final, in the final transaction that took place, Part of the transaction was that, hey, you have to create this central bank and you have to create these other things or we're not going to keep doing this in the future. And when you look when you look at it then and realize this is how the central bank is going to have to operate in the future. We technically had one prior to that. It just did. It couldn't function because it it wasn't printing its own money. That wasn't a concept that they'd come up with. And and is that why is that why the head of the, the uh JP Morgan went to see Zelensky this week. Is that the reason why? Well, I would, I would imagine, no, I would imagine that JP Morgan went to see Zelensky because they probably have massive holdings, um, investments in, in, uh, in the Ukraine, just like they do in the United Kingdom and in Scotland that you guys went on and on about earlier this morning. No, we didn't. Uh, it's only 30,000 square acres. It's not even the size of Missouri. I, I know. It's like, I mean, I, on, a ma- on a map, on a map, I can cover the entire country with my fingernail. I know. I know. Right. And it's cold like nine months out of the year. They do have really pretty women. Eight, eight months, eight months, eight months. And, and they got a golf course, track. Jay. They got a golf a course. A golf course, course, right. More than one golf course. And, and do you know what? Small is very often the, the jewel in the crown. I, that's all I'm yeah. going to say, guys. Big, yeah. big and big. That doesn't mean anything. I know, Small except the, the whole conversation the started because you were telling me how big it was. That was how the conversation yeah. started. Yeah. No, it's... in proportion to the amount of people that are there, it's big. 
Okay. On the map, it's the same size as Massachusetts. Yeah, I misspoke. Missouri is 69,000 square miles, so it's, you know, 80% the size of Nebraska. Yeah, that sounds probably right. Yeah. So going back, going back to what you're saying there, um, you know, you've heard the saying it's a win-win situation. Are you not realizing that these banks win because of wars? They finance both sides, so they win. So they're not doing anybody a favor. That's the part I left out, by the way. The banks consolidated and made major control. Uh, four plunges through World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam. The yeah. banks always consolidate and, during wars. And, and I'm going to suggest that they need a world war now because they know that the economies that we are currently trading in won't be able to pay their debts. Uh, and that's why I, they're I don't disagree with now. you, Andrew, but the economy that they're yeah. talking about, that they're worried about, they created. Well, yeah. they did. Absolutely, they did. And we're talking today as well about, well, they created the economy. Then their whole their whole plan is to create war every 80 years or whatever it is. But I'm asking you this. We are going to have a debate today. and And I know that, Jay, you were very loose about this. You were very open about it last week. This debt ceiling means nothing to you. It's just a game. We can just keep printing money and everything will be fine. I do not buy that. I don't buy that argument. Because if that was the case, you wouldn't even have a debt ceiling in the first place. What was the point of it? You just say, oh, we'll just spend as much as we want. But you're heading to Venezuela. I'm telling you, that's where you're going. Well, I... Because eventually... Okay, right here is where we pick it up when we get back with more roll route, Trent Loose, debt ceiling, Jay Truett, more after this. All right, off the bat today, let's talk about tender beef and certified Piedmontese. What opportunities come to you as a consumer? You want a tender eating experience. Many people don't really recognize the importance of tenderness until you don't have it. And then when you have degrees of tenderness, it just contributes to the overall eating experience. The Certified Piedmontese system prides itself in the tenderness aspect and is thanks to the Piedmontese breed themselves from originally from Italy. But, you know, we can talk about being from Italy and its Italian heritage. It's what the American cattleman has done to put this beef animal in a performance package that works for the cattleman and works for the consumer. It's a win-win-win. A win for the production system, a win for the cattleman, and a win for the consumer. If you would like to experience this, go to the plethora of protein on the web, certifiedpiedmontese.com, the most tender beef on the planet. Welcome back. Roll out, Trent Lewis alongside Scotland enthusiast Andrew Henderson, Jay Truitt. He's here to show me, show me the right way. Uh, I, I don't want to let Jay's whole concept go about the importance of the federal bank and, but, but we have to do this now. So the debt ceiling, Jay, you were about to so, say, yeah. Me. So my point is that it's not that, uh, I, I abhor debt and that is the problem. The actual technicalities about us having a debt ceiling vote and changing that number one way or another, there is, there's mechanically, not a way that we could not increase the debt ceiling without defaulting on 
some obligation that we have one way or another, either to programs that are already planned and in existence and or to people who have purchased and and are uh, operating uh, based on a good faith effort that the United States will repay them for money that they loaned them. The what what I said last week was that the vote itself and all the hype that goes around it is meaningless. And it's meaningless because um, we haven't not approved one of these votes on time or come to some conclusion since 1979. Um, we have defaulted, but we've done it three times in the past and it didn't wreck the world. Uh, it ends up being an extra day or two. And there's maybe some some people that their paychecks get messed up for a week and then next week they get caught up. It 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 really and the media love to hype and 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 make such a big deal about this, just like they do on the president's budget that is submitted to 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 Congress. To your point, though, Andrew, the people that spend the money in the United States per our Constitution is Congress. It's not the administration. The administration well, cannot spend more money than they've been uh, authorized to spend. Are you and telling so, me then? Are you telling me then? I, I get your point. It, you like you talk about precedent here. So since 1979, the, the debt ceiling, people have gone through the debt ceiling, so they've set a precedent, so Everybody should be able to go through the debt ceiling. Is that is that your is that how no. you see it? No, that's, that's I, I turn around and I say, well, we've in, we've increased it almost annually since then. We, we back yeah, the then we I'm were talking about hundreds you, of millions now, of dollars. Yeah, but what you're talking about now is you're talking about going through the debt ceiling on a budget that Congress produced. Correct yep. me if I'm wrong. But was it last September that that budget was introduced? And you're going to yeah. run out of money by June the first? No. Isn't that isn't that horrendous? Well, you, you're going to need extra money from June the first. Is that not true? Because you, no, you're you're just you you're describing you're, you're describing the man, mechanics of the process completely wrong. The budget doesn't have any money inside it. The the budget is merely an authorization to spend. They understood when they passed that budget that they would have to increase the debt, the ability of the United States to carry debt. They knew that then. They knew they didn't have enough money to do it and that they would have to borrow some. It's not unlike when you, uh, one of us go and we buy a new pickup, uh, unless you happen to have 80 or $90,000 just laying around, you know that you're going to incur some debt in the process. But you go ahead and you make the down payment and you start making the payments on on the debt that you incur. So yeah, Congress you, knew that. You know you're going to have income. You know you're going to have income to cover it. What's, you know what's that interesting you, here is, but we knew that we didn't have enough income to cover the the spending. We knew that. Oh, so so what you're saying is that politicians in America, this is not like how, how it works here. I'll tell you, in America, what they do is they they take decisions to borrow money that they know they haven't got. Are you are you are you honestly trying to sell me that that's the way it works? Because at the end of the I day, they have to listen. Print more, no, print more and, money. and Andrew, I will guarantee you that you have done the same. I'm not saying we haven't. 
I say I'm saying it's wrong though. I know yeah. that um I know it's, that in the in the in the Margaret Thatcher years she balanced the books. In fact, she created a surplus. But yeah. at the end of the day, we are back in we haven't got a political party that sits on the right anymore because they just spend just as much as our left wing politicians would send. In fact, I would argue they've both got in this country at the moment, the two major parties have got exactly the same policies. I don't think that's the case in the US, although yes, it tells is. me that that is the case. That is the case. Andrew, here's well, the problem. It, it here, needs, here's the it problem. Needs to stop. We the yep. the debt is a problem. It's the huge issue that we need to fix. Nobody wants to stop spending. It is. And they pretend that they are the solution, no. all of them, pretend that they're right. the solution to the debt ceiling, and that's how they get their own funding to go campaign because it's all about who gets the most mm. money to campaign. So if you didn't have yep. an ever-increasing debt ceiling, you wouldn't have your fundraising mechanism. And for generations, as long as I've been paying attention – when they talk about curbing the spending, they don't talk about spending less than they did last year. They talk about spending less than the inflationary rate each and every year. So inflationary rate is 6%, and we got Congress to spend only 5% more. They're and call it a cut. Yeah, well, and they call that a cut. Oh, okay, well, here's the thing. It, 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 in old politics, if you cut taxes and, and encourage the workforce, your revenues can increase so that yeah. you then are able to pay some of the extra borrowing that you take on board. What seems to be happening here in the UK and over in the USA is that, I mean, certainly the Biden administration, whoever is behind them, I don't know, but they're increasing taxes and the, and the loan burden at the same time. And those two bits of economics never, ever work because you end up, you end up restricting business growth, which is what's starting to happen now, and you and you don't have an increase in tax returns. It's a just, it's a just, very very just so just well, so you fully well understand, track. Andrew, what Jay said earlier. The president cannot spend; he can encourage and entice Congress to spend. Congress has to agree. Yeah. Well, where okay, so if Congress has to agree, it's a Democrat Congress by one deciding vote which is Kamala Harris and all I can see is that all the money that's been given to Zelensky would not have been accepted by the house now because it's a it's a GOP house but it would have been accepted by uh, the congress is that right or no what? you have it you have it backwards though uh, per Sorry, again uh, the per house- the con- wait per the constitution of the united states all spending yeah. measures start in the House, they they yeah, all have to come from the House to the Senate. The Senate the, the Senate so now, provides consent, but yeah, not. So last year's spend, yeah, so last year's spending. I do have this right. Last year's yeah. spending came from a Democratic House, didn't it? Last, Correct. Yes. The current yes. spending year came from a Democratic House, but you was approved by the Senate. House. It was, but it was always a it was always a Democratic Senate. Now you have a Republican House and a Democratic Senate by one vote. Am I am I right about that? And then that what's going to happen now is that so the Democrats want to put a ceiling on spending. They want to actually cut out what I would call some of the more stupid ideas about how money should be spent and concentrate on funding the, the most important things so that you don't have your your money printing running out of 
out of control. And they can implement that. And that's where we've got having Biden having to meet McCarthy, I think it's today actually, to decide yeah. on whether. So I, I'm saying that that's what's happened. Well, if I was a, Repu- a real Republican, I'd be making sure that I don't let him have any money. I'd be making sure he didn't get them because at the end of the day, he's spending money on things that there's no way I'd want money to be spent on on certain areas. Most of it's going into politicians' pockets, like Ukraine, for a start. If he was a real That's, Republican, he'd start spending less, period, across the board. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And I, and, and I, I, I know that we came from a, a terrible situation because of this pandemic. And all governments are using that, all governments, not just yours, are using that as an excuse why they have to spend more money. But we all know now that dig deeper, that it was a plan. Mm-hmm. It's been a plan all the time. Nobody's arguing So we know you. that it's a World Economic Forum. No, you we know, don't we know, know that. We just know it was a plan. We'll take a break. We'll be back with the second half of Rural Route. Jay Truett, Andrew Henderson, Trent Luce after this. Now let's take a look at maintaining a free and fat America that comes back to food production. If we are not well-fed, we will be restless. That's the moral of the story. Get more details about how we can achieve restlessness and take our own future into our hands. That, at the end of the day, is the moral of the story, isn't it? Do you want to control your destiny or have somebody else control it? It comes back to property rights. Property rights gives us the ability to stand up in our community Our community is where it all happens, and if you want to understand the attacks from the animal rights groups and and fully grasp that it's not just about giving animals personhood, it's about removing your ability to take care of your properties you see fit, then go to the website, sign up for the email newsletter, maybe even make a contribution to continue this great endeavor for a free and fed America. It all stems back to the core, protecttheharvest.com. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Lewis alongside Andrew Henderson, UK, Missouri, Jay Truitt. It's uh, kind of an emotional day in our house, guys. What's that? Landry is headed to at school today for the last time. We will have a kid in high Uh, school. Today's the last day ever. Uh, Well, while yes, it is a bit of an emotional day. Uh, I will tell you, yeah. it is like a whole new adventure beginning for you and your wife. You have to actually do everything now. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's very true. And, yeah. and you get called on, and you get called on to do even more. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. you you have no idea how many chores your kids were doing, Trent, because yeah. you're about to do them all. Well, I can sense that my number of speaking engagements is going to drastically increase. Yeah, yeah you think so, <laughs> right? Hmm. Yeah, I can yeah. sense that Kelly Kelly's going to start putting the foot down. I can sense yeah. that too. So we'll see. We'll see who wins that little charade. Well, eh? well, we'll we'll all have to start encouraging Kelly more. Yeah, the proof is in the pudding because if you haven't noticed for the last week and a half, I've pretty much been grounded. So, I mean, through through graduation (laughs) this weekend, I was told, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, is she planning to go to college this fall? 
She's going to Seward, Nebraska to Concordia University, correct? Yeah, great. Great. Good for yeah. her. What, what's, she, what's she going to be studying, Trent? Ecology. That's Ecology. interesting. Yeah. Great. Psychology and softball. Yeah. Well, Psychology. at some point in the future, oh, at some point in the future, I'm going to need to hire a good farm wise, uh, uh, agronomist. So, uh, just tell her to keep that in mind. That won't be Landry. Yeah. She's going to need a, she's going to need a PhD in psychology to work out your mind, Trent. I so know. That's going to be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kelly and I believe that she'll get a psychology degree and then pursue a Juris Doctorate, whether we like it or not. But that's just kind of the way she's wired. Yeah. A what doctorate? A what doctorate? A lawyer degree. Um, That's all we need is more lawyers with a degree in psychology. <laughs> yeah. That's literally, if there's a shortage of anything we have in America, that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> so she's going to, she's going to graduate, uh, to, well, this weekend, but in her entire school career, she got a 100 in every class except one. She got a 99. Wow. And that was welding. <laughs> <laughs> welding. <laughs> And and this is what's most amazing. She's graduating high school with 29 credit hours towards college. Wow. She's what got a third mean? of her college career done, her college curriculum done the day she graduates from high school. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Which, Jay, I met a young lady who was involved in the uh, showing pig circles and FFA members uh-huh. from Moberly, Moberly, uh-huh. Missouri. And I interviewed her. She actually graduated from Moberly Area Community College before she graduated from high school in the same yeah. year. Yeah. And so it is, it is interesting. I mean, uh, and I'm, and I, and this is like one of the pet peeves that I complain about all the time, right? It is the decline in our public education system. And there are a billion examples of the failures that we have in public education in the United States. On the other hand, mm-hmm. for for kids that um, really want to to chase that that dream, that academic dream, and that really pursue it aggressively, um, it there are some amazing stories of of kids that excel, uh, you know, kind of beyond all, just like that, right? And in the in most places in the United States, not everywhere, right? But most places in the United States. It's possible for sure to have that two year degree by the time you, by the time you graduate from high school. If you, sure. if you, if that's what you really want to do, you know, and, uh, and have the time to pursue it, you can, you can make it happen. But to your point, it, it requires the individual to just go above and beyond whatever the school yeah. is doing. Cause the teachers, quite frankly, the teachers are dealing with the kids that don't even want to be there, that don't yeah. care if they get anything beyond a, a passing grade. And so the the students just have to do their own thing. Well, we've created, and so again, I, 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 I can spend weeks and weeks talking about this, but it's if you look at if you look at the funding system inside the United States public education system, mm-hmm. we put um, the, there is a direct and proportional um, uh, numbers that associate our decline in math sciences and most of the technical fields, including even English now. I mean, we're beginning to impact all areas from a worldwide standing. 
to the increase in the number of administrators versus actual teachers. Oh yeah. And and so what that we've is, done is, is created it. these That is it yeah, right there. Yeah, teachers teachers I I feel for teachers who their unions lobby constantly for them to get some more pay but then most of that pay ends up being redirected into management above them that comes up with crazy things for teachers to have to keep track of that have nothing to do with actually teaching kids something. And this is not about the woke stuff. It's not about CRT. It's not about any of that, right? Those are other issues that, that, that obviously have to be dealt with, but we've, we've made teachers lives a nightmare. And, and frankly, parents in the United States got really lazy about a generation or two ago, somewhere in there and, and just turned it over and pretend like, Teachers are babysitters for them during the day, and uh, they don't really care. And so that's why we've slipped from top five to 20 through 25 in virtually every category uh, of learning. And it's going to show up. We think it's not going it to it never manifest itself. But look, just, just talk to a young person today, and there is – Dark and striking differences between having the conversation with Landry mm-hmm. and having the conversation with the kid that just never cared and the parents never ever had any of the rational discussions with them. Um, it's it's horribly sad, horribly sad. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm listening to this. It is very sad and it does start with the parents, although I do have empathy with some of the parents in the USA because it sounds like. Um, their school boards may well have been taken over without them really realizing it before it was too late. I think there's an awful lot of that going on, and uh, and I have some sympathy with the with the demise of your education to what I'm seeing here in the UK. It, 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 the the um, p- politics can definitely infiltrate teaching. That's 100% true. Um, you start off as a socialist and you normally end as a as a as a conservative. And I can see that uh, those that are in the power to teach children and stay in school have tried to subvert that from happening. Is that not the case? Oh in no, America? you nailed it. Do you not think that's you not true? It. No, not you nailed it. it. But you look at you look yeah. at the state of so one of the great examples that's going on right now is in the state of Oklahoma, the the state education superintendent was castigated and was just ripped to shreds this last week. I'm not defending the guy either because I think that his lang- his choice of language was poor, really poor. But he was yeah. he was just ripped to shreds by teachers, teachers unions and the media because he called the teachers unions uh akin to a terrorist organization or that they operate like a terrorist organization. And his reference was in a couple of years ago when Oklahoma had gotten way behind on teachers' pay. That's true. That was true. They were doing a horrible job of keeping up with their pension funding uh, in comparison to other states. That also was true. And and the teachers' union decided to go on strike. What happened during that process, though, was that the teachers' union began to emulate this Black Lives Matter style of negotiating, which is that everyone is a Nazi or a 
fascist unless you agree yeah. 100% with us. And then they yeah. began to speak <laughs> out on all these other issues that had nothing to do with education. And they began I mean, to say right that, thing. oh, you also have to agree with us on abortion. You have to agree with us on CRT. Yeah. You have to agree with us on creationism early, versus early evolution. education of sex in kids. Yeah, kids. transgenderism, and you name sex it. sex in first grade. That's right. what the teacher's union has been about. And so, and so their yeah, battle it's, it's became something that was horrendous. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly, it's, Andrew. It's, it's, exactly. And, and I, I, I think that I, this, is, this is very serious. One thing that I think that I went to China, okay? Freedom. Andrew, we're they, not getting, Andrew, we're not getting. They the value you. of education. So you, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead. Can you hear me? I'm getting you. Okay. The one difference between us and the Chinese, the Chinese student is that the Chinese student knows what they can get out of education here in Europe and in America. And the Chinese student is prepared to work so hard from about seven years of age to do the sort of things that you've just described that Landry's achieved, that if we're not careful, these people from an education point of view are going to far exceed their expectations and outwit our generation of youngsters. That's a problem, given that they don't live under freedom, whereas at the moment, to a point we do and i think that's the really big issue here that we're allowing um our left leaning i'm not going to call it left it's people who believe in socialism as a cure for society which it very obviously isn't and that's what i'm trying to say i think that's the problem that we've got to we've got to uh, allow the survival of the fittest it's it's a it's a human uh, and animal instinct and that means that you should do the best you possibly can for yourself and your family, obviously. And, and we currently have 300,000 Chinese students in American universities all across this country, closely followed by India with 200,000. That's a half a, half a billion, no, half a million students from India yep. and China. We'll, we'll take a break and be back with the last segment. We're all right after this. Now let's talk about reliable energy in particular. I'm talking about lignite coal. Get more details about lignite and what coal has done to improve the overall environment and health of the nation that we live in. People completely underestimate how important electricity is. And when you want to talk about a reliable source of electricity, with the resource that we have available, it all starts with coal. That's where it's at. I'm not saying it should be 100% of our electric supply. should certainly be a healthy portion because of the reliability, the cost, and everything else that comes along with it. Life is powered by coal. Get the details. Watch the videos of the people that make it happen at Lignite.com. Welcome back. Roll route. Trent Lewis alongside Andrew Henderson. In the UK, Jay Truett in Missouri. Are you flying to North Carolina yeah. or driving? I'm going to be driving this time. Really? Yeah. You... How far is that? How long is that going to take? I don't know. About 17 hours, something like that. Nice. Get to see a lot of America, though. Um, and and um, I'm coming back through the southern trip, so it's going to be like kind of a an ordeal. One of those Beverly Hillbillies kind of things. 
right? You're um, gonna have you're gonna have a truck with everything you own in it. Are you? Are no, you, I I gotta put out? I I gotta put grandma. <laughs> I gotta put grandma in the back in a rocking chair just to drag her out of North Carolina this time we, of year. Be really careful where you pick up Ellie at. Ellie May may get. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't. There's not an Ellie May in the picture right now, and if I pick her up at a truck stop on the way out there, uh, there won't be any grandma coming home. Yeah, uh, and I mean, they'll just be a. Let me tell you what. There'll be a I memorial service for Jay. I have ceased stopping at truck stops. I don't do it anymore because I yeah. literally do not want to see who's driving these trucks at 90,000 pounds oh. each out on the road. Yeah. After that, after the experience you had the other day, well, listen, no, you're gonna, I stopped a long time ago because it's been growing worse. And then I just now know why. After yesterday's program, Andrew, I got so, so many people contacted me with information that's just, I love driving. And, and I didn't even go to a trip I had scheduled last night. It was just like, I can't go out on the road today. There were other okay, complicating so, factors. Listen, guys, a couple of things that just come through in the news here, which will interest you. 700, we've only got 50 million, sorry, 60 million people here in the British Isles. 700,000 families missed their mortgage payments in April in the UK. That's really quite concerning. Is uh, that a high number? That, yeah, well, I, my ass well, is what's the history? What's the average? Well, the average is about 100,000, but 700,000, that's one in 50 wow. homes. So we're talking a very serious amount. Um, that I predicted that because... We are now coming out of the uh, support money that came from the pandemic and inflation's gone through the roof. And now people are paying their uh, electricity bills and their fuel bills uh, because they've come due. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's not enough money to pay the bills. So I, I think that's a really important uh, cross crossing that we've had here in the UK, because now we're really going to start to see uh, businesses shrink because there won't be people with income to support those businesses. That's the first thing. Secondly, I just want to ask you, tell you these few things to make you pontificate. Penicillin, the steam engine, the TV, the first powered boat, the bicycle, the telephone, the sticky plaster, tubular steel, telegraph cables, insulin, macadamized roads, that's tarmac roads, the kaleidoscope, all came from Scotland. Some little yeah. country that, isn't it? Eh? Isn't Irish, ins- Irish enslavement, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, Scotland, I, I, Scotland I, I, has I, been I a country for is, how long? Uh, well, same, but I also would say this, that that's all about one thing, education. And that's one thing I would say, yeah. that labor or the left, has never been able to get a grip of the Scottish education system, which has always outperformed the English education system. I don't know whether you knew that, but that's a fact. It's always outperformed the English education system. And that's an education system with grammar schools that are funded by elites, etc. They've never been able to uh, copy the Scottish education system. Now, I can't really... Um, gloat about that because I'm Scottish, but I was educated in England, so I'm I'm not trying to claim that I have any part to play in that. But I do know 
that the Scottish education system is far superior, and I would argue there are universities as well, to the English universities. So there you are. That's just a bit of local history for you there. Ninth, yep. ninth century. Scotland has been a country, Jay, since the ninth century. And he's bragging about and, 22 things that Scotland came up with. Yeah. And all they, all, how, how all I heard was kaleidoscope, actually. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Here comes a missile trend. Are you ready for it? All yeah. of those things I mentioned happened since America has been founded. Oh, I don't believe that. Now I'll go with it. Well, did. certainly well, penicillin and insulin did because we didn't, we didn't even know they existed pre. The telephone. Well, let's go through them all. Let's go through them. I've got them all here. Penicillin, the steam engine, right? John Logie Baird, the TV, the first powered boat were the steamboats, the bicycle. Come on, tell me one that wasn't from the last 200 years. Come on. Tubular mm-hmm. steel. It t- you had insulin. a 600-year run. You had yeah, a 600-year exactly. run-up that all you invented was <laughs> uh, William oh, Wallace. Telling me, are you telling me the indigenous Indians in the USA were just thick? Is that what you're saying? That they yeah, weren't we, part of a country? No, actually, I'm no, telling you that anything. they had a handle on life, and we're going to go back to the way they lived if we're going to survive. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that the Scottish and European <laughs> so, uh, influence screwed it up. How's that? There's yeah. a trendy little yeah, thing you for argue, you. you know, but both of you, very, very bad. Electric clocks. How did that come from? None of the things I've mentioned came pre 200 years. So. What rubbish are you spouting out now? Yeah. I got nothing I for you. But the it, one that, uh, I, I would missing just... the one that you could argue, actually. There's one you could argue, which is whiskey. That's the only one. And by the way, that was the most important medic- medicine in the 17th and 18th century for people who were operated on. It, it's still my most important medicine. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Is it not now? What happened? Yeah. I didn't notice. Yeah, I'm just saying. And the raincoat as well, Trent. Although you don't need it much in America these we days. We don't need a raincoat. The raincoat. Uh, sadly. Sadly, yeah. that does yeah. us no good. But, but yeah. for such a small place in the world to be responsible for so many amazing inventions, that tells you something, that education is key. Okay, take it's credit for the cotton gin. Try to do that. No, can't do that. You, yeah. You'll find a couple of things that you've done. I think there's a couple. <laughs> yeah. Was that? Bullboard plow. Was Nebraska? Was it? I'm yeah, yeah, maybe not going to brag about that moldboard plow, Jay. I'm just saying. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, Nebraska, twice the area, same amount of people. Come on, start naming the inventions from Nebraska. Five Is it five million people in Nebraska? No, right. we have less than two. All right, okay. Well, Scotland's only got five million people. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's four times as many. Well, twice as many. After after eight hundred, after eight hundred, <laughs> nine hundred years, all you could muster is five million people. Yeah, exactly. They, I mean, that tells you that <laughs> no, they're no, no, drinking no. a little bit too much, right? I mean, no, that's... no, 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 oh. no. The point is, most of them live in the USA. They're oh, that's that true. Yeah. You know what? And, and Bright I will, flight. I will also say that they're. Billy Connolly, who I'm sure you both know, he stated that the, the, the place where the biggest and most religious Scottish people live is actually the USA. They're more Scottish yeah. than the Scottish. He says that. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, they've all got kilts and they all, you know, worship the ground that Scotland 
came from. Not least, you know, there's quite a lot of people that call themselves Scottish and have never been there. But there you go. Oh, there's a there's a branch of my family that every male that no, it's uh, this is of my wife's family actually. That all of them. Oh, they blame Kathy. Blame Kathy. Yeah, they wear kilts to every wedding. They uh, yeah. they graduate wearing a kilt. You know, they are Scotty yeah. Scottish on that side of the family. Yeah. So well, they're will, uh, they're a little I, crazy I too. To I'm just I will just say this also. They are just a little bit crazy and uh, and, <laughs> well, and I, a little I, bit out there, but they're fun to hang out with. Well, Jay, you are related to so many different people. I'm beginning to wonder whether you might not have the best blood in the world because if you mix blood like you've mixed it, you must have a lot of good health in you. I tell you, that's all I can say. It's hybrid vigor, but I just didn't grow very much. And I blame that, though, on being born in Texas and there was no water. Uh, so just the, right. when I was young, I didn't get deep roots and the wind blew really hard. So if you got very tall, you couldn't stand up and. It was a matter of survival of the fittest. All right. I have the list now. I had to go dig for it, but I have the list. Oh, oh here we go. Here, this, I can't wait for this. Yeah. Oh, oh the, God. the ski okay, lift. Just, just the ski realize, lift. That what? cracks me up. The ski lift was invented in Nebraska. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, I, we, we couldn't go skiing anywhere. We yeah. No, no I was going to oh, say, oh, so what was it like? One foot higher on one end than the other? What what lazy yeah. what lazy guy couldn't just walk straight from one side of the Whoa. road to the other? End of so the road. this is actually kind yeah. of what interesting. What would the world be like without it? What would, I know. The, what would the world be like without it? <laughs> no. Inspired by a conveyor system used on the transportation of bananas on cargo ships, Nebraska engineer James Curran invented the design to get the ski chairlift back in 1936. His first ski lift was installed in Sun Valley, Idaho. Well, that's cool, actually. That ranks right up there with the golf courses. Right. No, but I mean, again, (laughs) of all places, Nebraska has two hills. I know. But most people have only seen one of them, you know. Excuse me. (laughs) Can I just ask one question then? Is that the number one invention that's come out of Nebraska? No, actually. Is that where you started? Do they get better? Do they get better? Do they get better? They don't get any better than that. Um, the, the Reuben sandwich, I did not know. I like Reuben. The what? Yeah. The Reuben was What's invented Reuben in sandwich? Yeah. What's See? Reuben sandwich? Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing on rye bread with beef yeah. is what makes Good a, stuff. Like, like, uh, it's like, uh, Sounds like a corn, corn a beef. sandwich. No, okay. there's one, the frozen TV dinner was invented yeah. in Nebraska. Yep. Glyphno. A lot of the a lot of the microwave technology that we have and patents actually came out of uh, came out of Nebraska. Hang on, right, we're talking about recipes here. It's hardly an invention, is it? A couple of recipes. Um, Come on, I, I mean, yeah. can Hey, here, here's the biggest thing that Nebraska gets no credit for: a guy named Cliff Hillegas, who lived in Nebraska, yeah. purchased the American rights to books and created the Cliff Notes that in educate people around the world but i'm saving the most prominent one because it's just kind of funny but it's what we brag about most often and it is from the town where Lindsay currently goes to college kool-aid 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 hey 
We have Kool-Aid days in Nebraska. Yeah, Andrew doesn't even know what that is because they're not a civilized country. <laughs> well, Jimmy What's Jones Kool-Aid? knows what it was. <laughs> it, Kool-Aid is a horrible uh, fruit drink that all of us, uh, and ba- basically from my mine and Trent's generation, we grew up drinking it. It's it's to blame probably for most of the decline in society. And, uh, and diabetes. <laughs> I gotta go. And diabetes. <laughs> we, we've successfully journeyed down the road, connecting all the dots. We've produced consumers for Andrew Day Trent Lewis. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>